0: Welcome into Wisdom Up Part 2 here on your favorite platform. I am Michael. A deeper, deeper dive of deconstruction I brought to you in the last connection, Wisdom Up. And I was sitting there thinking what better way to connect with this seventh month in the summer and to help as many as I can understand this placement of wisdom and the spirit of wisdom and how important wisdom is for all of us. And not that, well, there's not even what I want to say. Say what you mean, mean what you say, right? I always say say this. Information is not wisdom. Information is not wisdom. I talked about and piggybacking off of the last episode information is not wisdom and on this show, I'm going to help you with 10 strategies how to engage with wisdom we're going to talk about the spirit of wisdom because natural wisdom and the spirit of wisdom when it sets you up for greater success and this this is the whole this is the whole deal. Um, so you're connecting with all of our listeners. And I just came off the radio show and was talking to some of our night owls, night eagles, excuse me. No longer do we call our listeners night owls. They're called night eagles. So you're inside the lab with me. In the middle of the morning, Wisdom Up Part 2. Now, you want to check out the last episode, the last conversation, teaching, talk, regarding Wisdom Up, a little bit of like a teaser, maybe the salad before the main course, and now the main course, including the dessert, so stay tuned, maybe write some notes down, and it's going to be a nice little journey here, don't know how long we'll be on with you, but we're going to put some time in to help you grow in wisdom and see, that's the goal. I love the fact that we're here, but to help you grow in wisdom, means there's got to be some understanding. And as I say on the, the podcast or in, even on the radio show, when we come out of relaxation into inspiration and empowerment, I'm at the bridge. so a little bit different here. Um, and we're just connected here inside the lab and not at the bridge, but we're in the lab. Where it all goes down. And so let's get ready to hit hit all the cylinders. So definitely check out the last episode of Wisdom Up. This is Wisdom Up 2. So you want to check that out so that you can get kind of familiar where I'm going with this. And how to help you not only step into wisdom. But engage wisdom that will enable you to reach your goals reach your dreams and to give you the successes that are for you that god has placed in your path pathway which we call the journey of life so that's in the last episode and here we go wisdom up to i want to start with what is the wisdom i'm going to bring let me see. if I do it this way? Yeah, I'm going to do it this way. And by the way, if you're listening to the show tonight, check this out. Go outside if you're able to see, look how close the moon is. The moon is governing the nighttime. I believe with the, the, the appearance, the proximity of where we are to the moon, where we are to the sun is there. These two are governing bodies. Genesis chapter 1 and 16. Um, one governs the night. The greater star governs the day. and you want to take every and make every effort, take carve out time, make every effort for what to get yourself ready, get yourself in position. You know, eye rolls size, you no, know, on, on the real deal as a watch person on the wall, this is what I do outside of uh, what God has called me to do is, is in the ministry and in our churches and even in life coaching, and the businesses that I run um, as a watch person, you know, After I get done having this conversation, I'm going to be on my cycle, uh, my bike, I mean, I'm sorry, and go cycling tonight and just kind of get out and just have my time with with exercise and have my time with Father and just kind of just be at one and be present, you know? But night eagles, you're here. Let me talk about wisdoming up, abiding, engaging in the wisdom, how and, and using your wisdom to connect you to your successes get you into your destinations. And like I said, this begins with you. And your life begins and ends with you. And, and as we grow and mature and, and, and make choices and go through all these seasons, sometimes we do it with the lack of judgment. And sometimes we do hurriedly, When you come to that point saved and being born again it's like jesus said this is your you have an advantage i I have to go back to my heavenly father because if i don't go i can't leave you the spirit of truth and so here we are talking about wisdom and father's kingdom and we're in the earth earth realm in this natural setting and how important is wisdom And, and being a person of circumspect what does all this even mean so it's not even about the information that you are receiving it's i call it intel knowledge but now don't just take the knowledge harness the knowledge and apply yourself to the knowledge and for those of you who are are listening for the first time and don't know me have not been in any of the engagements speaking engagements or even in our ministry in our churches i'm a. a guy who likes to get people moving, homework assignments, participation. Not here to entertain because, you know, we're here to experience growth in whatever God has for you, whether it's in a job setting, a vocation, if it's in academia, entertainment, whatever he has for you. The life that he's given to us is to not only be nurtured but for growth and growth is maturity and with maturity comes the opportunities opportunities lead to successes and we must slow down and be people of circumspect and what am I saying by being circumspect so here we go definitions define terms to help you Get
1: through situations,
0: circumstances, and crisis. And like what Jesus was saying, it's to your advantage. Do you know you have an advantage if you're listening to this and you're saved and born again? You have an advantage over world systems, world cultures, and world behavior patterns. And this advantage comes with the Holy Spirit and this is a unique unique because the foundation for me is and always will be the kingdom of heaven that's it bar none Um, and so I'm going to be able to help as many find their identity and when you find your identity possess it and then grow into this identity that God has given you and these markers that connect you to him and i'm not talking about religion because everyone who knows me i I just don't deal with religion um i can't stand it it has stood in the way of too many people bound people up placed shackles and it hasn't even entered into the kingdom itself and it keeps and prohibits those they call members from entering the kingdom of heaven so here we go i want to look at the word circumspect here because we have to be, or you, you want to be able to write these words down, circumspect, how to walk with wisdom. And then I'm going to talk about the spirit of wisdom. It's going to be a fascinating time here. Um, a person who is circumspect is a person who walks and is cons, um, considers all the circumstances, all the possible consequences. And so this person is, is measured. And so, Slowing down, there's nothing wrong with slowing down, in truth. And the generations, and just like in recent generations, maybe in the last 20 years, 25, 30 years, it's like been this hyper speed of growth. Like every six months, the next best thing has to come up. And it's like keeping up with the Joneses, you know. So if my neighbor had... um Maybach, and I need to make sure that I get you know the next series of the Maybach. And if my neighbor got house painted and some landscaping, then I'm going to go and create a better option for my property for landscaping. And you know, maybe put some bricks on the house, or maybe put some fencing up. But so we got to slow this thing down because rapid fire decisions not made the con- careful considerations causes rapid fire problems and it may seem good in the initial may feel good the senses are are powered up and you're like in the moment you're loving it but these rapid fire decisions if if you're not a person who is living careful and carefully considering Many circumstances, maybe all circumstances, maybe some circumstances, but give yourself an opportunity to carefully examine, consider, and all the possible consequences. And see, when we don't even think about the po- co- possible consequences, I think that runs, I call it the intersection. And whenever you're speeding through an intersection and on the yellow caution light, you're ready for an accident waiting to happen. And many people are just an, a moment from entering the intersection where people get hurt because of rash choices, because of the lack of consideration and careful consideration. So this is, this is wisdom up too, helping you to engage wisdom and connecting to the spirit of wisdom. And when you get through this, you'll understand this. Is, I believe it's gonna help. It's going to help propel you, give you inspiration and empower you to be who God has called you to be. Whether it's in the ministry or not even in the ministry, but whatever he's called, you can identify and but slow down. So first thing you wanna be able to slow down, slow, slow down the, the thought process. And and not have this hyper-reflex to choose because it's an emotional choice. Remember, people who walk circumspect, successful people who walk circumspect, a majority of them are careful in their considerations. And many to most, if not all, circumstances think about what i just said right there successful people are careful in considering all their circumstances if not many if not most and possible consequences with these different choices so they're they're weighing the totality of the consequences they're weighing the totality of the circumstances. And walking slow gives you that, that opportunity. And I liken it this way. Everyone has driven on the highway at a high rate of speed. Um, if you've been in Germany and Europe and you've been on the Autobahn, they go really, really fast over there. And so when you're zipping past at over 100 miles an hour and you're looking for exits and you're trying to read signs in, in German, German language, and you're, you're passing exits. And so you're, you're flying literally on the highway. Having to make choices at a high rate of speed. And if you slow down, you can make a better choice. But if you slow down, then you could cause an accident. Bad analogy, but that's the best one I got here <laughs> in the AM. But I just want you to understand that you... Getting into wisdom has a lot to do with how you live and slowing your life down and making the right, best choices after considering carefully the consequences, after considering the circumstances, and we call it the totality of the circumstances. Successful people do this. And you can too. So there's that. I'm going to keep moving out. I'm going to plow through this a little bit. um, Just for time's sake, because I don't want to bore you. I want to be able to not waste time. And I respect your time for being listening to this wisdom too. Um, Wisdom is this. Wisdom is the quality of having experiences. Wisdom is the quality of knowledge. Wisdom is the quality of good judgment also known as sound judgment Earmark right here and you've heard probably in your lifetime oh you shouldn't be judging no that's kind of wrong because you are to judge but you're not to judge the appearance of a person but you're to judge them righteously or judge them in according to the alignment through the power of the holy spirit through jesus christ in ex, having accessibility or proximity to Heavenly Father, right? So the quality of wisdom, these are the qualities of having wisdom, as having experiences, having a knowledge, having good judgment, and the quality of being wise. This is the soundness of an action or a soundness of a decision with regard to the application of the experience. Now here I coin this phrase. For me, for the past two decades, this is what I've, I've learned this in the experiences that he's allowed me to, to engage with. And I have to learn this the hard way. Wisdom is this, truth experienced. And I'm going to play this recording. This happened to me uh, Monday. I was at one of my client's house, right? And so I'm going to play this, and this is going to help you understand the purpose of wisdom too, to go deeper, deeper, Let me bring this up. Let me see if I can get this for you. Ready? From my client's house, want to share this with you. Wisdom doesn't wait for time. Wisdom doesn't schedule time. Wisdom steps into time and manifests. I thought this was
1: profound. Think about that.
0: That's what came to me um, when I was downstairs cleaning. My wife and I we own a cleaning business. Um. And so I was cleaning up, uh, I call it Minimax House, a small mansion, and down in the entertainment center, the Holy Spirit spoke to me this. And it was so profound over the place again. It was just, just listen to this.
1: i sitting down here putting in some work today
0: from my client's house. I to share this with you. Wisdom doesn't wait for time. Wisdom doesn't schedule time. Wisdom steps into kind and manifest. I thought this was profound. Think about that. Okay, hey, if yeah, I can just fix that. All these... Th- all right, there we go. Too much technology, all these new phones. i got to figure out how to fix, how to work on them. Um, but did you catch that? And so when I received that, I'm like, whoa, I had like a light bulb moment. And for me, as always, people who get to know me and people in my my sphere of influence, they know I I love to learn. And maybe in the past 10 years, I've I've been a student who wants to learn. You know, year 50, for me, I love learning. I can can never stop learning. And that's another sign of, of someone who is obtaining wisdom is, because they're open and you want to stay open. And and during this episode, session, conversation, I'm going to give you 10 strategies of wisdom, of getting into wisdom, 10 strategies. So you want to stay with me as long as you're able to. um, So hang on in there. So
1: I recorded that. And truth
0: experience is what I, what I learned through my travels and this experience in life, um, experiencing the lessons learned from the rash choices that I made in my timelines. And then as you get a little older, you, you, sl- you learn to slow down and you learn to just look at the totality of the situation. I think I got that from my, my, being law, my law enforcement days. Um, but slowing down doesn't mean you're a slow person. Slowing down means be, you're you're thinking like methodical, and like and, and you're looking and and you're analyzing. And yeah, you can make decisions in the middle of analyzing and in the middle of carefully examining circumstances and the consequences of the circumstances. And for me, frankly, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want my family hurt. I don't want people in my My spirit influences hurt because of something that I chose to do. And when I learned to slow down, one of my spiritual mentors used to tell me this all the time, Michael, just slow down. And um, about a a decade, 10 years ago, when we were traveling, we're in in Henderson, Tennessee. And one of the elders were with me. She drove with us for a meeting. she was telling me to rest. Michael, you're, you're too busy. You're, you're, you're all just traveling. You don't have time for yourself. You don't have time for the family. And no one, we, we hardly see you because you, you're you always traveling. And so, in the middle of, in between the meetings, long story, make it really short for you. She went to this thrift shop and got this beautiful picture. It's now um, above my bed, uh, bed frame, right on my side of the bed. It just says rest. And she was telling me, you need to slow down. Because you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself because you you're you never allow time for you to rest. So saying that to say, slowing down doesn't does not mean that you are slow on the uptake. Does not mean that you know uh, people are gonna leave you behind. Being slow is a sign of wisdom because you're analyzing, you're you're taking careful consideration, and so this word wisdom. The soundness of an action, the soundness of a decision with regard to the application of experience and the application of knowledge and the application of good judgment. Means you are applying yourself to the experience and you are applying yourself to the knowledge that you are receiving out of the experience at the expense of. Good judgment, discerning environments, discerning the territory. Is this really safe for me to go just because I got my family over here? Is it safe for me to go just because I, have, uh, I had friends or whatever the situation is and they want you to come? Is it safe for me to be there? And for me, I could care two sticks about less about what people think when I'm making choices that concern my immediate and long-term future with my family and those who I love in my spirit of of influence, right? So I don't really care. Well, Michael, you're no fun. Michael, you you don't, you don't do this. You don't do that. You're, you're right. Choose wisely. And I've learned over the years to choose wisely because I don't want to repeat lessons. I don't repeat seasons. So I desire to to grow. And if I, that means I have to miss out on happenings, on what is happening in world culture and being a part of world behavior patterns, I am gladly the one to opt out. Because for me, and as I shared in the beginning, you know, my life has done a complete turn since 2007. And, you know, My grandmother used to say, Michael, with age comes wisdom. With age comes experience. And true statement. Couldn't be any further from the truth. And so with age, and if I could impart to any of these youngsters, it would be to slow down. Slow down because you're not going to miss out on life because life is going to give you exactly what life wants to give you. And life is meant to stretch you, and in the stretchings of life is when you're more rigid, when you are, are strengthened. Right? Like a rubber band, that makes sense to you? So when you stretch a rubber band, it's, it's more taut, it's tight, it's more rigid. You can actually put a little bit of weight on it, and it won't bend. But if it stays stretched long enough, that tautness becomes weaker. You see where I'm going with this? And if you're stretched in life, living on the edge, man, cool, right? I'm living on the edge, stretched out in life, stretched out in life, stretched out in life. What happens is that rubber band breaks. The mind
1: breaks. The soul crashes. And the intersection is waiting for you.
0: Wisdom takes... A high level classification, you know, in sports, they call it G, G6, G7 classification. You only have certain intel and the certain levels of classification. See, wisdom takes a
1: high level classification, and when
0: you are what I call truth experience, living life, applying life. Applying you to life, applying you to the experience, applying you to the knowledge, applying you to sound, good judgment.
1: And applying you doesn't mean applying you to
0: the information. Notice the information left out. Because information doesn't lead to anything separate, just information. You have knowledge about a matter. But if you never apply yourself to the knowledge of the matter,
1: you have information. And so wisdom is important. Again, study elite
0: people. Study people who are mastering a matter, who are elite in their field of influence. Because frankly, every one of you, every one of us are VIP. You're just on different levels, very influential people. Now, you could influence The kingdom of darkness or you can influence the kingdom of light but you are going to influence one kingdom over another and everyone is an influential person and so you must understand that and that's a that is nothing wrong with with patting yourself on the back because you are influential but what are you doing with the influence and not just what here's a more important question
1: why are you doing what you're doing Again, you are VIP. You're a very influential people.
0: VIP, write it down. I am VIP status. Not because I'm telling you this, because frankly, you influence. Everyone influences someone else in life. And I want to share this real quick.
1: When you're growing into wisdom, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room.
0: Remember I said, For me, I always want to learn. Now, there are times where I have to uh, present because there's uh, because of the expertise. I get that, but for me, I I want to be a part of the smarter ones in the room who are smarter than me. And see, that's part of the strategies. So, ten strategies. Ten strategies I'm going to help you out with. So, stay stay with me. 10 strategies about wisdom and you can apply yourself to these strategies. I'm telling you, when you apply yourself to these strategies and you equate these strategies, I want to share with you with the spirit of wisdom, that dream, that those goals, those assignments in your pathway, that pathway is known as your life journey. You can get to them faster. Because you don't just have one journey in life. You have multiple destinations. Multiple destinations, multiple dreams, multiple goals. Think about it. Are your goals in 2022 the same as your goals in 2021? Are they the same goals in 2020, 2019? And if they are, you got a problem. If you have not achieved goals and dreams within the last year, you might have a problem. You might need to change some things up. New seasons. That means things have to be achieved in your life. And I recognize we just came through the, the plague vacation, restrictions.
1: But there still has to be goals, right? There still has to be dreams. Wisdom up, part two.
0: Giving you the definition of wisdom, circumspect, how to slow life down. And you're going to need to slow life down. That means when you slow down, no has to be an answer to some of your circles. Because slowing down, you have to bypass some exits in your pathway. Because not every exit is for you to get off on. Because, again, you're getting to your destination. Whatever you have for goals in this season or in the next couple seasons as we plow into the end of 2022, measure yourself. As I said in the last show, look in the mirror and self-evaluate who you are, who you identify to. And the biggest question, whenever you come into Night Moods, is the why why are you identifying to who you're identifying to why are you a vip and i'm not challenging it's just that's the question for you to challenge yourself and when you discover why you are a very influential person then that should be what draws the hunger out of you the pursuit to achieve the goals that you have placed in 2022 And maybe, you know, 2021, you had some setbacks and you couldn't get to some of those goals because maybe restrictions were in the way, depending on where you live. See, we have night eagles that listen to the podcast and to the radio show from all over the world. So I have to recognize that there are just governments that weren't playing around with the plague. And so people couldn't move. You couldn't do what you could do. Because of those restrictions. But the goals still remain the same. So now that the restrictions have decreased. And people can move around. And freedoms are are, are granted. Isn't that funny that you have to say freedoms are granted? That's how severe the plagues were. So these goals. is now time for you to measure your progress. And I hope. That right now, right here. As you're listening to this this show that you're, you are halfway to your goals, if not closer than you were yesterday. See, that's advancement. Wisdom helps you maintain present future. Listen to what I just said. Wisdom helps you maintain present future. And then, generally speaking, most people live present past driving with their eyes in the rear-view mirror. Like being on a conveyor belt. But the conveyor belt stopped, and you're stopped. And, but the conveyor belt is there to help you get to your destination faster, right? But maybe a, a mechanical thing has happened, and so it just stopped. And so you're puzzled because the conveyor belt stopped, and you don't realize, though it stopped, you can continue walking, but some people are puzzled, and so they're present past, meaning they're in the moment, but all their activities about their past. Have you known someone like that? And then, if you're going to equate them with people who are with wisdom, who are experts in their assignments, field of studies, fear of influences their present future, in the moment, but always advancing to their future. And their future is not ambiguous. Their future has destiny in it. Their future has what? Assignments connected to it. Purpose and the functionality of how to get through each assignment towards the destination in particular seasons. So wisdom. Ten strategies coming up. Wisdom is the quality of having experiences. Wisdom is the quality of having knowledge. The quality of the knowledge. The quality of the experience. Not the quantity. I can have a whole bunch of information and do nothing with it.
1: Wisdom is the quality.
0: Of having experiences. Life. Wisdom is the quality of knowledge. Not the quantity. But the quality,
1: the quality I means if I have a glass jar and the
0: glass jar has cracks in it and I pour water in it and the water's going through the cracks. See, the quality of that glass jar to hold that water isn't good. The water is the knowledge. But the thing holding it isn't good because it's cracked. So the quality is you. You're the quality. So you have to be strong, mature in your identity, understanding your purpose, your function. And if you don't, hey, guess what? That is okay in this moment because now you take the action steps to ask, hey, maybe someone could help me who is pathway who can help me get to my next marker in life wisdom is the quality of good judgment the quality of sound judgment the quality of discerning wisdom is the quality of being wise now you have that piece And everybody can attain wisdom. Remember, you're VIP. You're very influential people. So everyone has the capacity to achieve wisdom. The challenge is, do you want it bad enough? Are you willing to sacrifice in order to get wisdom? And wisdom is simply mastering. Wisdom is achieving elite status see the difference between you now and you in your future is what you apply your what you what you apply to That's the difference and if you want to mature and and grow you're gonna to have to apply yourself to quality and maybe that means people in your your sphere of influence have to be recycled Again, for me, I don't care about people's emotions when I'm in pursuit. And for me, personally, I'm in pursuit. I'm in pursuit of being a person of excellence, honorable, with integrity, having character and morals that can please my Heavenly Father. In truth, my wife will tell you. And so being a person in pursuit to achieve as much as I can achieve with this one life that he grants me and grants you. He's granting you one life. Period.
1: And so, who you are right now,
0: Who can you be in the future? Who you are right now to who can you be in the the future? And to answer that question is the why. Why do you want to be what you want to be? What are you invested in? Who are you invested in? And there's that why question. Why are you invested? What's the reward
1: for your investment. And see, you have to choose to
0: pursue that question and pursue that answer, I mean. And when, you pers- when you're pursuing to be your excellence, your excellence, not just the best that you can be because what's better than best is great and greater than great is excellence so there's levels to this thing of life there's levels you know look at some of the things that you watch or some of the people that you look up to are they are they best are they doing their best are they doing their greatest or are they just excellent in that wisdom wisdom up engaging wisdom I want to share this with you guys this is really kind of cool um I did this a few years ago when I was in Morocco Indiana I did this because father taught me this and in Morocco Indiana there's like 300 people in this small village now it's probably that was 2012 it's probably grown a little bit but there wasn't a gas station. There was a convenience store, a brand new library, and I was the only one, if you know what I mean. Because I was there in that region to teach leadership, and the house that I was staying at was a story and a half, and Father sent a prophet to the meeting in Munster, Indiana, and told them to expect uh, my family to come, so that's where we went. I hated the first week every minute every second of the week i hated and then when father got a hold of me there began my my journey in this kingdom left chicago illinois left the north side we first lived on the south side 91st and cottage grove hot zone then moved to the north side moved the church up there and then father uprooted us commuting back and forth and then left our pastor there in chicago and i was there in morocco right so that was my rural place and father has to take you into a rural place to download and to pour into you and to strip you and to do everything he has to do to make you his mold and for me that's that's where that happened now i've been to nepal I thought that was awesome and great for me in the experience of a lifetime. But that was just a precursor to everything else that unfolded after 2000, December 7, 2007, right? So the spirit of wisdom. Now, I talked about wisdom here. I'm going to talk about spirit of wisdom. And then there's the 10 strategies. I'm going to lay these out for you. 10 strategies. So you're going to need your scripture, your Bible. This is fascinating. When I learned this in Morocco, when I, because I was sitting at the stars out there. He had me build a pit. I put a fire together in the middle of summer. It got a little cool in the evening time down there in Morocco, Indiana. And I would be underneath the stars. And I would just begin to ask questions about creation, ask questions about the scriptures, ask questions about life in general as I got used to understanding why I was purposed to be in the rural place for over 19 months. And at the end of the 12th month, I couldn't wait to leave because so I got my, I got my orders that my, my time there was going to be done soon. And so that March, I was excited. I'm talking excited. Leadership didn't like the fact that I was leaving the region because they love the fellowship. I was getting ready. I was liking the fellowship, but I'm, I'm not a, a rural guy where I can adapt to anything. But that was a little too rural for my taste. But there, here we go. Um, what I learned there, I have taught this throughout the years. The spirit of wisdom, this is fascinating. When you get an understanding, the deeper, deeper stuff of the kingdom of heaven. And this right here, first person account, testimony lodged in Proverbs, messes
1: with the minds of the religious theologians.
0: And then it is, becomes a challenge for their followers. And so let's go into Proverbs. Say what you mean, me will just say, Thank you for being with me. Thank you for trusting me with your time. Thank you for allowing me to go deeper, deconstructing the scriptures, helping you to step in to wisdom as we wisdom up on this episode. And you're going to wisdom up on this episode because you're going to meet the challenge. And the challenge is for you. It's not for me. See, this is me getting you to participate. Wisdom up. Are you ready to wisdom up? Do you want to wisdom up? How much more information, how much more Bible studies do you really need to have if you're not going to ever advance or elevate? So it's time to elevate. It's time to advance. Um, Proverbs 8, and I'm going to go through this. Find comb, go from Proverbs 8, 11 through, and then jump to Proverbs 3. Then I'm going to give you this 10 strategies. Ready? So we talked about wisdom, natural wisdom that we carry, that we can, we can enter into. I share with you a recording of what happened uh, two nights ago, two afternoons ago, excuse me, at one of my clients' house when Holy Spirit gave me that in, intel on the spirit of wisdom. Truth experience is my, my term for wisdom, and wisdom never waits for time. Wisdom doesn't schedule time to engage with us. I thought it was. Just mind-blowing to me. I love it. I gave a definition of wisdom. I talked about being circumspect. And this is part of the presence of the kingdom of heaven. Um, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 10, to give you context, we're going to go in. Now, this is Solomon writing in this chapter. He says this, Take my teaching and not silver. May you choose knowledge rather than choice gold. Now, what I'm reading from is Logos Bible Software. And if you're a student of the Scriptures or if you love reading the Bibles, I have my my traditional Bibles that I read and study out of. uh, But when I'm studying the Scriptures, I use Logos Bible Software. Just so you know, um, you can also get your copy. If you've never used Logos Bible Software, you can actually connect with me. I can get you the link, and you can get your very own copy you're going to need uh some room on your computer but it's a full library and you can learn as much as you want to learn about the scripture the history of the kingdom um scholars so on and so forth i have so much fun when i'm working with logos bible software by the way now back to proverbs 8 verse 10 and then going into verse 11 listen what solomon says here for wisdom is better than jewels And all desires shall not compare with her. Circle that word, her, to every theologian that said that spirits don't have gender, angels don't have gender. This just shuts all that down. If you believe Genesis, Revelation, as the word of God, including the other, I call it my yellow Bible, including the other Bibles, the other scriptures of those who walked with Yeshua and those that father engaged in the histories of civilization? Solomon calls wisdom her, the spirit. I call her mama wisdom. No disrespect at all. The spirit of wisdom, her. Now, verse 12. This is first person. She says, I wisdom. Now she says, I gives her own name wisdom, pronoun I wisdom. Live with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. Discretion right here is this Greek word, zima. Phonetically, it's mezima. This word means plans, projects, even wicked plans and schemes. The fear of Yahweh is hatred of evil. The fear of Yahweh is the hatred of pride. The fear of Yahweh is the hatred of arrogance. And the fear of pride is the hatred of an evil way. you listen to what she's saying here? She's giving you intel. Okay? Continuing. And I hate a mouth of perversity. Now, she tells you what she hates. She's going to go all in. We're going all in. Verse 14, advice and sound judgment are mine. Now, we talked earlier about what? Good judgment. Uh, Advice and sound judgment are mine, and I am understanding. Strength is mine. By me, king's reign. She's given you intel, and rulers decree righteousness, alignment, order. This word righteousness, so that you have the understanding, its accuracy, what is correct, The right thing, what is honest, equitable, equity, communal, loyal, well-being of a thing. Sedeq, in its language, Sedeq. By me, rulers rule and nobles and all judges of righteousness. I love those who love me. Now, this is the spirit of wisdom speaking in first person in your Bible. I love those who love me. She is given Scripture, speaking first person. I love those who love me, and she also happens to be one of the seven spirits before the throne of grace. She's chief among them. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently find me. Fortune and glory are with me. Enduring wealth and righteousness. Now, right here, we're going to go back to... Proverbs 3, verse 15 and 17. So she says in verse 18, fortune and glory are are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even refined gold, and my yield than choice silver. So let me go back to Proverbs 3 and 15. Let me go back to 14. Let's go back to 13. Sorry about this. Happy is the one who finds wisdom. And one who obtains understanding. Make the correlation between verse 13 and chapter 8. Verse 14. For her, spirit of wisdom, income is better than the income of silver. And her revenue is better than that of gold. Underline verse 15. She is more precious than ruby. Spirit of wisdom is more precious than rubies and all your desire shall not compare with the spirit of wisdom 16 asterisk it circle it underline it length of days is in her right hand so hold your right hand up length of days are in her right hand hold your left hand up and in her left hand are riches and honor so in her right hand she has length of days and in her left hand She has riches and honor. Her ways, her pathways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. Go back to chapter eight. I want you to get that. Understand the spirit of wisdom, helping you out to complete wisdom that we have of ourselves, but we're seeking after something greater. Excellence, right? For everyone, whosoever will, saved and born again, In the ecclesia, whether you're a vocation in in working in the world, you're a student, you're an educator, whatever you have been assigned to do. Verse 20, in the way of righteousness, I walk. Now, I just took you to chapter 3, verse 13 through 17. She says, in the way of righteousness, I walk in the midst of the path of justice. So if you want justice then you need to connect in the realm of the spirit because she telling you of a pathway that she walks in order to endow those who love me with wealth. So she's the giver of wealth. Stop seeking riches. That's short-sighted. That's living beneath your kingdom privilege. In order to endow those who love me with wealth. So she can endow this word, endow. To maintain as a possession, take possession to give as an inheritance. I'm telling you, I'm living this out, and it's not just for the servants of God. See, this is a kingdom, pro- a kingdom protocol. Now, I'm not doing prosperity teaching. No, 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 no. I'm helping you identify in the realms of the kingdom. So that you can apply yourself to the wisdom that's in your pathway and you can also in the realm of the spirit seek the spirit of wisdom so verse 21 she says in order to endow those who love me with wealth and i will fill their treasuries now she goes on in first person she says this in 22 i have it highlighted here yahweh created me the first of his ways Before his acts of old, before his acts of old, that's in creation, Genesis chapter 1. From eternity, I was set up from the first, from the beginning of the earth, where there was no depth. So you can insert verse 23 and 24 into Genesis chapter 1. Okay? Because she's giving you testimony to creation. The female spirit, mama spirit, I call her. And when I'm in church settings, I will call her Mama Spirit. And you want to see the eyes and the countenance mess, get messed up. See, being sold out in the kingdom, I'm invested. I'm loyal to who's on the throne. I am daily divesting myself from world systems, world cultures, and world behavior patterns. Because I have learned this since 2007. Experience test of testimonies, engaging encounters. So it is what it is, what is written. You experience the realities of the kingdom of heaven, and this is one that my wife and I experienced. Those in our fear of influence, our church our experience, even in our business. And so, when I talk about Apostle Tim, I talk about he was in Mar- he lives in Rensselaer, which is 40 minutes east of Morocco, and he would come in and visit me, joke with me because. He knew I hated it there, but he knew that there were, that was purpose. And he would always tell me, Michael, you, you have it good. And he, he meant that I, I wasn't born into religion. I didn't come through religion to get this. He said, you were born into the kingdom, and you just said yes. And he would always tell me that. Every time we go to lunch, he goes, you have it good. And when we would travel like to Atlanta... Um, He would tell me, even going up to Wisconsin. So we would just have these conversations, right? And this is why I see that the kingdom of heaven ruins you for anything less, period. And when you understand Father's kingdom, when you understand coming through salvation and being born again, this is nothing about religion. This is helping you to be a successful kingdom citizen in what father has called you to be whatever that is now I've had debates with theologians from Fuller Seminary and it has never gone according to their plan I just tell them here's the witness here's the testimony here's the scriptures what do you got so I don't do religion because it, it keeps people from entering the proximity and having accessibility with who's on the throne. So go ahead me go here. I'm getting off, I'm getting off, I'm getting off. So sorry, forgive me for that. Um, verse 24, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no springs of abounding water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. She has given you play-by-play of what was happening in creation. When he had not yet made earth and fields or the first dust of the world, when he, meaning Yahweh, Abba, Abba Father, Elohim, Yudhid Vadhe, when he established the heavens, there I was. When he drew a circle upon the face of the deep, when he made the skies from above. This is Genesis 1. She's testifying to the first person account in Genesis. Study. Meditate. Test all things. Prove all things. Only hold fast to what is true is what I tell everyone. But this is it. Now, the challenge is for you to connect you to her words as you are growing in your identity as a son and a daughter. And understand what she's saying here in Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 3. And in our Jerusalem Bible, she has her own entire book. Phenomenal of her first personal counsel. What she has is doing in creation, in time, and times to come. So I talked about strategies. I, wanna, I want you to engage. I want you to wisdom up. Step into your maturity. Step into your pathway with, with tools. Step into your assignments with better tools. Slowing down, being circumspect. Analyzing your choices. Not, no longer making rash choices so that you don't have to relearn seasons. And redo learning. It's always awful to, re, to relearn and keep relearning and keep relearning because you didn't want to follow father's game plan. Because we have our own free will and sometimes we think we know better for some odd reason. And each and every time we go to do what we think we're doing, it always ends up complete at best. These strategies. I'm going to talk about these strategies and then call at night because I want to be able to go cycling tonight at 3 in the morning, get the headlights on my, my road bike and go on the streets out in the county here. 10 strategies to help you gain earth wisdom, because I just helped you with the spirit of wisdom. She's also in Revelations 4 and 2 and 1 and 4, I believe. Okay, She's also named with the seven spirits. She's chief among them, given to Isaiah 11 and 2. And when you realize that this kingdom culture... This kingdom system, this kingdom behavior patterns is a real deal, and you just step into it and become the best son to be an excellent son, to be a greater son, to be a greater daughter, an excellent daughter, the best daughter, whichever of those three that you want to be. Don't be average. You can be average in the world, and that's what the world wants you to be is average. Think about that one. But in Father's kingdom, he wants you to be excellent. So sister, be excellent, be great.
1: Strategies, 10 simple
0: strategies I want to share with you. Take pain, this is number one, take pain as a source of wisdom. Number one, take pain as a source of wisdom. Sufferings, now I can give you scripture upon scripture to bring this to greater weight for you to understand. But when you're learning, if you're not experiencing pain and learning, then you're going to be short of wisdom. Remember, this is about maturing in Father's kingdom. This is about maturing in Father's kingdom in the world that we're not supposed to be a part of, but you have to engage. But see, we're in a better kingdom and we have an advantage This is not about religion. Let me preface that. You're going to get sick of me talking about this is not about religion. It truly is not. Number one, pain is a source of wisdom. Okay? We're supposed to be smarter than the animal kingdom. And so the choices that we make, the rational choices, and you could count on two hands, two feet, how many people in your fear of influence are making non-rational choices out of their consciousness, emotional choices. And you know it's not going to go well. And, you know, we have made those same choices too, right? But as you age and you apply yourself to what? as we apply ourselves to having experiences, the quality of the experiences, apply ourselves to the knowledge, apply ourselves to good judgment, and apply ourselves to the quality of being wise, being circumspect. You, my friend, when you go through seasons in life and lessons in life, When pain comes out of a lesson, out of a season, draw into that. Don't draw away from her or ask Father to take it from you. But find his grace to endure it. Because just maybe he is unearthing something out of your soul closet that's in the way of you proceeding in your journey. Just maybe. Number two. Learn to unlearn in order to increase in wisdom. I love this. Strategy number two, learn to unlearn. You got to be open. People who are masters, who have expertise in the field, are always learning. I tell you, I am ever learning. I love learning. And you got to be a person who is also ever learning. See who you're affiliated to. Who's in your sphere of influence? Are they people who are ever learning? And can you learn from them? And can they learn from you? Or do you have people in your sphere of influence that can never be told anything? Don't want to learn anything? You may want to recycle some people in your sphere of influences. Because they could be your setback. So learn to unlearn. This increases wisdom. Be open. Be willing to learn. In a, a setting, in your present setting, be willing to learn even in that setting. Again, I go back to don't always be the smartest person in, in all the rooms that you enter into. Find someone who's smarter than you and develop a fellowship, develop a relationship with them. With no hidden agenda, hey, I want to I know what you know so I can live my life in excellence, so I can live my my greatest life, my best life. Number three, you want to enhance your power of intuition. Now, I'm not going to go deep into universalism. okay? What I'm talking about here is you want to enhance your senses, your five senses practicing harnessing your senses, could you do eye exercise to 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 have acute vision, you know hearing turning down some of the sound that you're hearing and diminishing sound, and being in a place that, that is literally without noise, if you can make that happen right, and practice what that's like to Begin training your ears to hear distinctively, enhancing your senses. In other words, silence. You can feed off of silence, and silence is never awkward when you're looking to acquire wisdom. You know, it's terrible on radio. It's terrible on a podcast. It's terrible on television, but in in reality of life, silence is power. It's When you are nourished, think about this. It's when you're sleeping that your body gets what restrengthened. That healing properties happen in your body when it's silenced. Think about that. Number four, you want to apply. I say global thinking or three hundred and sixty degree thinking to become wiser and smarter. And this happens in your decision-making. Remember, slow down. No longer make rational or not, excuse me, no longer make non-rational decisions based on emotions. Analyze the circumstances along with the consequences. All the consequences within a given circumstance. This will broaden your minds in every aspect. Apply 360-degree thinking. Apply, I call open thinking or global thinking, this tool to become wiser. Apply it. Apply yourself to it. Number five, put wisdom into practice, meaning you have to practice wisdom. You have to practice that being an expert in whatever you're doing. And putting wisdom into practice is... Not a real big secret, but it's for those who have intel. It's like people say it's for the top 5%. But no, wisdom is for everyone. Remember, you are a very influential person. All of you listening to this, this one right here, wisdom up part two. You're a very influential person. Now, the level of your influence is based upon where you're at in your life. But everyone is influencing another person or other groups. But it's why are you influencing them? Not how. It's why are you influencing them? What do you want them to get out of the influence? And what do you want to get out of the influence? Do you want to grow? Can you see others growing at a faster rate than you? Could you coach them? Could you be their greatest cheerleader if you're influencing them and they're growing at levels faster than you. Mind blowing, isn't it? Number six, improve your emotional and mental well-being. You gotta you gotta get some exercise in. You can't be just dialed in your, your phones. You gotta get out, get some air, put some exercise into the mind, read some books, do some games like brain games. That's going to enhance your emotions, your mind state. That's your emotional side and your whole mental well-being the psychology of who you are how do you exercise your ear gates what do you take in what are you listening to what are you looking at that hits the brain both hemispheres and how are you addressing that how are you analyzing what you take in with your eyes and what you take in with your ears hugely important to obtaining wisdom remember no will be your best friend. If you truly want to be a person who has access to wisdom and remains in wisdom and grows and increases in wisdom, know is your best friend. Because not everybody can go with you when you are in pursuit of being a person of excellence, a person of expertise, a person who is mastering a given fill in the dot mad libs right number seven be open-minded to wisdom wisdom is a gate opportunity are not chances but opportunities are an opportunity to increase into wisdom In this strategy, if I were to put a subcategory in this strategy, is honesty. Number two, high characters. Three, high morals, high values. Strong personality, meaning a positive personality, number five. If I can bring those five subcategories right there. Be open-minded. No, that's number eight. Number eight is stand up, stand up for your values, okay? Stand up for your values and those five subcategories. Maybe six, integrity, right? Integrity, values, morals, character, honesty.
1: Stand up for your values
0: and never minimize or devalue your values because of, toxic people that you may have to recycle out of your sphere of influences. Again, in my sphere of influences, it's less than 10 people outside of my leadership, outside of our 12 churches, in our 12 other countries, our schools, our team on the podcast and radio station coming up.
1: But I don't have a problem recycling
0: folks who are not vision oriented. Wisdom oriented because I'm achieving something that's past limitations. See, again, I want to be able to please my heavenly father. Faith and belief and trust
1: and how I live and maturing.
0: And it's, it's gotten me to this point. It has gotten me to this point. He, he arrested me in 2007. Before 2007, I, I, was, I was playing football, got injured in Dallas. I was in law enforcement, forced to retire, went through a crazy, crazy divorce. I'm talking, if you've seen um, the movie of Mel, Mel Gibson, he's out, bring me back my child. I can't, I can't think of the name of that movie. That was my divorce. I have two boys from my previous wife who left for Sri Lanka January 1st when, that was the last time I saw them, of 1997, 1998, 1990, no, January 1st, 1990, 1998, when I was
1: forced to retire, when I came off my 12-hour shift. And so
0: I don't have a problem recycling. And so I'm judging according to the spirit as he has trained me i'm judging those in my sphere of influence and that doesn't mean when people come and go in season because that happens too they had nothing to do with it i'm talking if you want to get to the next level in your life into the advances outside of where you are at right now present future there may be people in your 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 sphere of influence that may have to be recycled out and you're going to have to be okay with that if you want to achieve wisdom and abide in wisdom and encounter wisdom. Now I share with you spirit of wisdom, right? That's a pursuit. And again, not everybody can go with you to those levels. Look at and study eagles and hawks. Apex birds that fly in the highest altitudes, right? Those families. And in the lower altitudes, you're going to see the hawks when they come in, and you know, we got a couple of trees here, so we have eagles in our county and hawks. We actually we live by a state park. Um, so we, we get to watch the eagles come for dinner time. And they come in the subdivision looking for small animals, right? And sometimes they get birds and you see the little small little robins and the other black birds pestering them, getting them out of the way because they've come in and destroyed their nest. And then there's just levels of the atmosphere that they can no longer fly in. And see, no one, not everybody can go with you. So, pay attention. If you want to be a person of excellence, and that's between you and your father, then not everybody can go with you to those altitudes. And wisdom is highest altitude. The air is much thinner if you're a mountain climber, if you've ever been in the mountains. The air is thinner when you get in high altitudes, and you got to take breaths that don't hyperventilate and you got to know how to manage your breathing as you're going up and you got to be in shape. How to use the fullness of your lungs going mountain climbing. So number nine strategies, 10 strategies, write them down, harmonize both sides of your brain, your left and your right hemispheres to get wiser. So what what does this mean here? We have a left brain and a right brain, a left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. The left side of our brains are the seat of logic and rational thinking. And that's where the science says intuition emerges from in the right side of the brain. So the left side of the brain is our logical and rational thinking and the the senses, the in the, the, the five senses, the intuitive power that they call it, emerges from the right side so you want to balance and um practice what it's like to balance both sides of the brain softening decreasing the logical side not diminishing but softening it at the same time knowing when to how to manage and balance both sides and that's a practice that you'll never stop learning to do for yourself and you want to practice that number 10 Follow God's laws, laws of nature. Follow them. Pay attention to them. Signs, wonders. Not what man builds, not the buildings. I'm talking the oceans, the mountains. And see, our family, we love being in the by the water. We love being in the mountains. Our last vacation um, was in out, out east of South Carolina. We did some ministry work, took some clothes out there during Hurricane Michael, and you know, the church and the ministries that were out there were wanting us to come and just hang out. Um, we hung out for a hot second but found our way right to the ocean and that's where we remained you know we didn't go to the safari that's out there near uh, myrtle beach but we just stayed out by the ocean in appalachians you know we we stayed out in appalachia because we we want to be in nature west coast we took a a trip out there 2015 i think we did the trip with Joan, and uh then it it was secure we have six kids Five grown adults, and then we have our 12-year-old. So our grown adults are 30, down to 25. And then here's Kara. She's our only child, so she goes everywhere we go because she's like our only child, right? Went out to California, had family out there, went to school out there, played ball out there, played football out there, and wanted to take the family around to sights and seeing, But we got out there in Ontario, California, went down, landed, took a nap, got up at 1 o'clock in the morning, went to the ocean. The next four days... We were at the ocean and in Mount Baldy in the San Bernardino Mountains, following the laws of nature. I mean, just stories upon stories that I can share with you about what Father has allowed us to engage in. But you want to follow Father's nature, the law of nature. And this is not universalism. This is paying attention to the air you breathe, even though you can't see it. Listening to the wind blowing through the trees, listening to nature, listening to the water come on into the shore. That's what I'm talking about. See, these 10 strategies can help you to achieve wisdom, but then it's upon you to engage and experience. Because achieving is different from engaging and experiencing. 10 strategies. Now, the challenge for you is, because I'm a person, when I teach and have conversations, we get people active. Faith without the corresponding works is dead faith. So you got to apply yourself to the work. Remember, night evils, you are BIP status. Very influential people. And don't just take it with a grain of salt. Receive it humbly. You got this. Stay the course. And if there's areas in life that you're weak in, well, you have a mentor here. And the cool part is, if I don't have the answer, we collectively go after and seek out the answer.
1: That's all I got
0: for tonight. Been a long Wednesday podcast radio show at 10 o'clock off the radio show, and I thought I'd come and do part two wisdom up. Number two, let me know what you have received and how you are going to do the why. What's your why? Why do you want to be a person of wisdom? Why do you want to be an impactful person who is influencing? On greater levels, your sphere of influence, why?
1: Better yet, when you get the
0: answer to that question, write it down, make it an affirmation and then put it in your life business plan so that you have something to go back to, something to fall upon when when the challenges of life stretch you out. What's your why? Go back to your why. 2022, getting ready to end the year is it is July the seventh month, now where we are preparing for the end of the year. Because if you're, if you're living in the moment for summer, then you're going to miss out. You won't be ready for the end of the year. and the end of the year prepares you for the new year. It's a cycle. Don't be caught at the top of the wheel, and don't be caught at the bottom of the wheel, but be in the wheel. As the wheel
1: turns, you go. This concludes
0: Night Moods tonight. Wisdom Up 2. Go back and listen to Wisdom Up. And then you have this elongated version. Until next time, see you on the next episode. Follow me on wherever you can find Night Moods HDQ. On any of your favorite platforms. Here on this platform. Clubhouse. And just check it out. Subscribe. And let's connect. It's time for you to step in your identity. Have a good night.